0: And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then. But I love, I love these gummies. And I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get... 30% You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome! Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Okay, I, this is a very special episode of Kill Me Now. Like, I can't even tell you how excited, like, I can't even believe, like, I cannot believe it. Like, I get good guess, but, like, this is fucking unbelievable. It's pretty good. <laughs> now, it's, now, everyone, all the listeners, I just want you to know, today's co-host is Gamey, my agent Gamey. Also known as Gagent. Gagent, he likes Gagent, but his name's Jamie, but I call him Gamey because he's... Well, the boys in sixth grade call me gamey, So They did? Yes, it's really. Oh, all right. I'm sad. sorry. I won't do that. I'll do Gagent. Thank you. Because that would be like you calling me Bigfoot. I would never do that. you got to talk in the mic. Sorry. Is this better? Yeah. Thank Sexy. You. Thank you. Um, so Gamy is, I mean, Gagent is here. Um, <laughs> God. And I love him. And he is him. the reason. Oh, my God. That we have this incredible actress- Songstress. Is that how you say Song yeah, Songstress. I is guess that? so. Yeah. And author. Yes. And author. And author. And author. Ladies and gentlemen, the amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lorna <Loft> is here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank
0: now you. Lorna, just so you know. Okay. This is the Jew Bell. I wonder. I've heard that. about. Oh, that. you heard about it? Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, anything remotely Jewish? You know, I am my mother's daughter, as you are your mother's daughter. Right. And um, I as and you have, and continue to preserve your mother's legacy, and I do the same with the Jew bell. Great. Because that's all she's ever did was like we'd watch TV, and you know and she had a bell. No, she would be like we would be watching TV, and anyone would come on. Um, and she rang like a if bell? you came on, she'd be like half Jewish. <laughs> That's like, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. You know, converted. Oh, like okay. at Marilyn Monroe would come on, converted. Oh. You know, it was all Jewish, grandfather Jewish. You know, that was very proud to be a Jew. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You and I
1: worked together before.
0: We did with we, um. Which, with that with, benefit.
1: Yeah, we did a benefit together yeah. and with um, Meredith Patterson. Mm. And she's a friend of yours. Yes, and sh- we did a benefit together, and that's when I first met you.
0: And were you like, oh my god, she's so annoying? No. Oh, All yeah. right, good. She said you were nice. No, I, w- I said, really? No, I said you were very, very nice. Oh, thank you, Lorna Luft. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you get a half a ring. Okay, <laughs> so, um, Lorna, I like to start at the very beginning. You are the daughter of Sydney Luft. Yes. Wait, that didn't oh, fuck. That's a full. She gets a, he gets a full one. And um and someone named Judy Garland. Yes. And <laughs> but you're your own person. I have to say that. Thank you. you know, you really I was watching like old I have to confess this. I watched an old, old interview. I think it was Merv Griffin. Oh yeah. And it pissed me off so much because you were talking about uh I think it was Grease 2. No. Was it Grease 2? Could be. And,
1: and did the ha- show
0: a lot. Yeah. Oh. And how you got it, you know, yeah. and how all the shit you had to go through to get it, that you had to go back and.
1: Uh, I had to audition a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he said, this really pissed me off. He said to you, you were talking about how you had to prepare for the audition. And he said, and you were dieting. Well, yeah. What? Yeah. That's yeah. what he said. Well, He's I was, but I know, I mean, but it's but, like, but it's such a me too man. Like, oh yeah.
1: yeah, but you've got to remember how long ago that was. So you ha- if it was last week, everybody should be annoyed, annoyed. but it was 60 you know, or 72, 74. Right. So people didn't do that. I mean, people, w- it's a generational thing.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't believe that that was acceptable.
1: Well, it was. I mean, it was interesting. The other night, and I don't like to name drop. I really, really, really don't. But the other night, a friend of mine, my best friend in Los Angeles, had a dinner party. And Angie Dickinson was there. And, Love and, her. And, yeah, she's lovely. And she's oh. wonderful. And she's sweet. And she's yeah. beautiful. And we were talking about this. And she said, I don't understand. I don't, and, and I thought, well, it's a generational thing. Right. It's about how we have grown up into women who are now saying no, right. I don't think so. please don't do that. Um, I'm uncomfortable right and I think that that but it is because they're, but there are young people like I have a granddaughter
0: who's four years old. she's mm-hmm. gonna grow up
1: with that right which I think is great. Oh, I
0: think it's awesome. you know and it's it's interesting because you know, as you know, when you were a kid, to be ladylike was to shut up. Oh, yes. And to accept what was going on and and to not have an opinion or have an opinion but keep it quiet.
1: Yeah, I, I just feel that it it was generational, but it was also of the times. And when you go mm-hmm. back and you look at, like, the 50s movies and the 60s movies and all of that, there was a look. Right. There was an attitude and there was an accept. We It all started in sort of... It was the James Bond type of that's all right with, you know, money, pennies.
0: Pussy galore.
1: You know, all of that. And it was accepted because it was sexy. Right. And that was okay. And it made money. Right. And so I think that was all right. But now it is – it's it's a time when every woman has the right to say – That makes me uncomfortable. Uncomfortable.
0: And it's not okay. And it's not okay. And you know what I also find interesting? I mean, this isn't one I was planning on talking about, but, you know, we're organic here. Is that, all right, I'm a lesbian. Calm down, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And I have two straight sons. And the thing, you know, and I, I wonder, they're boys, they're straight, you know, they're just, you know, they're, but the one thing I know that I think is amazing, and I think that this is part of what the problem was, is that they both have very close, like, best friends who are female because they know how to be friends with a woman. They know how to be with a woman and not objectify How old are they? 22 and 17. Oh, okay. And and it's amazing because when I look at what's going on, like with Brett Asshole and... Donald fuckface, you know, like when I look at the way they treat, they don't know how to look at a woman as a human being and not, you know, objectify her. Right. You know, and. Well, I also think that
1: that it you come from how you were raised. Mm -hmm. So if your sons. Right. are doing that, it's because you raised them like that. Right. I raised my children to be colorblind. Right and to be um, gender blind, right, and Same. to especially in my family, and to be completely accepting of everyone. So when someone's not, my son's thirty six, and my daughter is twenty seven, and you you think to yourself, they don't they they say I don't understand why people don't think like we do. Right, right. And I said, well, because there are a lot of people that are. Um, they're bigoted, uh, oh, please. and they're racist, and it's and learned. The, but but when we live, but when we live in New York City or Los Angeles, right. we're in the bubble, right. We are. I know we really are. And when you go outside of that, that's really how people think. I and know. Mm-hmm. The, I watch television shows about it all the time, and I think to myself, that's why people need to get out of. The, the, their bubble and go see what people... And just talk. right Talk. Because, Why do you yes. think this? Why is this? Why is this? And I think that if we ha- started to have an open dialogue, all right, with someone... Uh, listen, you and I, I'm sure, have unfriended
0: oh, people. Oh, you're not okay, kidding. Uh, Absolutely. Okay?
1: And it's it's disturbing but it has to be that way because right. there's such a division.
0: Oh my god. You're and I kidding. think the
1: division is unfortunately if we don't vote on oh, November please. the 6th. You're not okay, kidding. You no, to. I I'm not kidding. Um the, then we don't have anyone to blame right. ourselves. So, right. I agree. And so I'm doing something uh, I live in I live in Palm Springs and I'm doing something where well, um, I'm offering to drive people who yeah, are Yeah, that's what I want to do that That's too. great. And to the polls to yeah. make sure that they have an opportunity because they can't say. But are oh, you
0: a good driver? That's the problem. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I suck. And what kind of car do you have? <laughs> I have a Prius. Oh, you have a penis. That's great. I'm okay. very. Okay. I can't. What? She's now, Prius penis. is a good card. No, I yeah. love
1: them because well, I go back and forth to LA all the yeah. time. And on a I love spoon, them. A teaspoon of
0: gal, so it's good. You need to be around plant life. This spring they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowing code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. Okay, so let's start. Lorna Luft, um, yes. you are a, a child of Hollywood. Yes. Um, and, and you have a new book out. Yes. And it's about A Star is Born, which is, what What were you going to say? It's about all of L- them. Right all, right, all of them. But also the fact that A Star is Born, um, the movie, first of all, I mean, it's so loaded for you because, you know, it really, the the all the things that it deals with, your mother dealt with,
1: you know, and also- But all the characters that have played Esther Blodgett and or yeah. Lester, that's the story of A right. Star is Born. For me, A Star Is Born was never about Hollywood. Right. It was about human emotion. Right. And it's and there's about, so much
0: of it. Yeah. That. Yeah. So it's much. about
1: love and it's about loss and it's about watching someone's star rise and watching someone's star fall. It's about tragedy. It's about addiction. It's about love. Radio. It's it's about love yes. and then the best thing is
0: it's about triumph. Right. You um you had this very famous mother who by the way you know the fact that that she is really growing up in this in this studio life and being you know given pep pills you yeah. know while other people you know i think you you said that i read an interview where you said that she's you know having consommé and yeah. Mickey Rooney's having a cheeseburger, yeah. you know, but at lunch. but what,
1: that's what happened. In the studio, yeah. it was a system. It was a factory. And they did whatever they needed to get the product out. And they didn't realize, honestly, right. Judy, they didn't realize that they were ruining people's lives. Right. They didn't go out to do that. Right, Why would right, they harm
0: right. They're big yeah, they didn't makers. know. They, were...
1: they didn't
0: know. Right. You're such a forgiving person. I love that about you. <laughs> and we're both Scorpios. <laughs> anyway, um, your father was an amateur boxer. No, he was a pilot they said he boxed before he pilot He was a pilot. God damn oh. it! I'm sick of the oh. internet. Okay. <laughs> um, but he was tough. And he was. Yeah, a, he was tough. He was. And he was a, <laughs> because a lot of Jews were box. Did box at, in the in uh, my during father, the twins.
1: My father. It was interesting. My father's mother.
0: Oh wait, I, we forgot to do the yes. father. Okay. Oh, okay. Your father's mother. Yes. What was her name? Leonora. Hmm. <laughs> and
1: she came from Russia right and she came over when she was 15 years old right and she started working in dressmaking factories mm-hmm. and then she had her own store in Bronxville Except. and so oh. she they were well off yeah one of funnily enough one of her first models was Lucille Ball. No oh way. So Lucy and Art, I talk to, to each other and say, listen, you know, your mom was my work, no with my grandmother. Yeah. yeah. I just
0: That's saw her crazy. at the opening of the uh, Comedy Museum in yeah. Jamestown. She's, she's lovely. She's my neighbor. Uh, I mean, and I, I, love I love her. I love her. And she's I can't believe nice. how Amazing. tall she is. Yeah. I was in shock. Why? I thought she would be short. No, uh, she's. I, she's her mom was tall. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, she. Oh, she, I love her. And so, what a lovely. Per, all right, no, she's great. And your father flew for the R- Royal Canadian Air Force. Yes. which and I ju- which is interesting because I just finished reading um, Philip Roth, uh, the, uh, the plot, okay, against America, and one of the characters goes during the war to Canada. So it because me-
1: America wouldn't get into the war, right?
0: Um, so your father, uh. How did, how did they meet, your, your father and your mother?
1: They met on a date in New York. Just, they met in a nightclub. Wow. And my mom was with Kay Thompson, mm-hmm. and she was just about – she hadn't finalized her divorce to Vincent, but it right. was on, on the way,
0: mm-hmm. and that's how they met. They met in a nightclub. Right. And what's interesting is that this film, A Star is Born, um, was sort of – your father set up the deal – With Warner Brothers. And your mother was a producer as well. Yes, she was. I mean, which is so unusual. Well, it was
1: unusual, and they never gave credit to women. Right. And she was a producer, and that's what was so exciting for her, because she had left her home at MGM. She hadn't made a film, and she wanted to do something that she really could have control over. So she had seen the first movie of this story is a film called What Price Hollywood? Yes,
0: I have that written down.
1: And Mm -hmm. that was done in 1932. (laughs) Right. And then the first star is born with Janet Gaynor and Frederick March was 37. And then my mom's was 54. Right. And then Streisand's was 74 and now the new one. So this story is... Interesting because it's being told for 87 years. Yeah, and
0: the fact that you are so supportive. Of of oh. every every one of them. And you're so not bitter and you're just Why like, would I
1: be bitter? Because you know why you're taking a gr- one of the great love stories right. of all time and taking it into the future. I know. I wouldn't, true. I,
0: wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like that. I know, but you're very emotionally healthy because you know other people would be like Mamma this was the best No no you know? no 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 no. Yeah.
1: Th- that that'll get that won't get that, you on this show.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> she smells so, that one.
1: Um, I just I, I, I've I've always felt that, you know, even when I started this book, I started it quite a while ago when they made the announcement that ten years ago, right? Almost, I think, it's almost yeah. ten – that yeah. Clint Eastwood was going to do it with Beyonce, right? Oh, that's right. And I had seven hundred photographs, yes, of uh, a Star Is Born, but taken from the point of view from behind the camera, right. And no one had ever seen them.
0: Wow! That's so cool.
1: And I thought to myself, "This is a this." I is... need to share this. I right. need to put these in a book and I need to share them. So, I called my agent, Alan Nevins, and I said, um, <laughs> "I said her literary t- agent, literary yes. agent, yes, <laughs> yes, literary, not her
0: gay yeah." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I said, "Look, I've got. Uh, what do you think?" He said, "I think this is great because they just made this announcement." And then. That movie didn't happen, and neither did my book. So I said, I'm just going to sit on it. And I sat for a long time, and the minute they announced Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, I called my agent, and I said, remember that proposal? Drag it out of the files. Uh, Wow. Dust it off. Right. And
0: And start all over again. And start all over again,
1: yeah. And we did.
0: The one of the tragedies of your mother's version and your father's version was that it was it was 3 hours long. Correct. And the studio, Jack Warner, yes. Uh, <laughs> said that you that they needed to cut it. Correct. Which cost your mother the Oscar.
1: Well, the the, the story is is so um I guess you would say it's something so unimaginable that would happen today, um, and uh, it, it, I was talking about this on the red carpet when I went to when I was invited to the uh, premiere of the new one. Um, Jack Warner got a call from the New York guys. Okay, I'm just going to do that for said, the New York guys. Who said <laughs> it's too long? We need more screenings in the theaters to make money. So we need to cut this so we can get more showings of this film. So if
0: they took a half an hour out, they could add another showing of it for that day. Yes.
1: So George Cucor had moved on to another film. And they took this film and they just cut it up. And not only did they just cut it up, but then they sent it to movie houses for projectionists to cut up. No Way. Way. That's disgusting. Yeah. And so the movie when I first saw the movie when I was an adult, right. It made no sense. There were just chunks of it missing. And so but that's what they did. And they it was like I always said that my mom and my dad went to the Kentucky Derby. Right. And they had their horse and the horse crossed the finish line and then it came up lame. Mm. Right. And they went to their red carpet because in my book I have a whole section about the Hollywood premiere of My Mom's a Star is Born. And it's it was. It's it, legendary. It was, it's yeah. legendary. Yeah. And then they got the red carpet pulled out from underneath them. Right. Yeah. And it did cost her the Oscar because the movie only ran in the theaters on, in its full version for right. two weeks. What? Now can you? Yeah. So they put it out in two weeks. Pe- the people who saw it will never see this A Star Is Born like that ever again. Right? Because they took they the were footage, the only
0: ones. What they 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 threw it away. The fucking. Ass. So if when you say that that they would send it and the projectionist would cut with scissors so, with notes, they all cut it the same way. Yes. is what you're saying. Yeah. That is unfucking, and that's that is gone. Yeah. That fucking pisses me off. You're a little girl, and yeah. you are growing. You grew up in Beverly Hills, partially, yes. And here, you know, I've read, you know, articles where you say, "My mom was my mom. She was yeah. a mom to me." But when did you know? Oh my God, my mother is different. Is different. Is and we're not even talking different. Like she's a fucking. I know. I, you know. Yeah. The thing is that I didn't really. I
1: didn't understand any of that until I guess I maybe was about eight. Mm-hmm. And I went to one of her concerts. Right. Okay. And watched an audience lose their minds. Right. And it was very odd. Like, I do remember Carnegie Hall. And I was young. And it was that was 63. And so to watch an adult... Carry on like that and scream and yell, stand right. up and try to reach for her. I found it all to be terrifying. Right, of course. Yes. I was. It was scary for me. Right. But then I knew that she was not only different, but I was really lucky. Right.
0: Because, oh, another positive. Yep. But that's
1: yeah. You, I, uh, I, yeah that you're going to have to touch me before we leave. <laughs> because I got to go to different countries. Right. I got to travel around. I I got to go to different schools. I grew up a lot in the UK. We moved there when I was eight. Right. So I, I found myself – that was really – I was really, really fortunate to, to live like that. Right. And then when I came back – when we came back to the States and I would watch television shows um, like um, – uh like for instance something like Leave It to Beaver or something right. like that. I thought they were very strange.
0: <laughs> I did. That's so great. I did. I thought right. why
1: is she why is she vacuuming in a dress?
0: Right. And I thought, <laughs> why did she vacuum in a dress? Why, why
1: are they I all know. sitting down at the table together? <laughs> right. And, what? What? how odd is right. this? Because it was that's not the It was way, so foreign to it you. It was so foreign to me. What and was I, it? I thought That's really boring. Right. (laughs) You're right. They're not in a limo. (laughs) (laughs) They're not getting rocked back and forth by the fans. What was it like to walk down the street with her? We didn't. Wow. We didn't. I mean, we had to have stores closed off. I do remember when I was about maybe 14, we went to Disneyland, her first time. Right. Because she was never allowed to go. Right. She was always working. And it became such a mob scene, and people were just trying to grab at her. But we had a lovely, lovely sort of group of uh, Disney people who worked at the park who surrounded her, and she went on every single ride, oh. and she had more fun than we did. Do you... <laughs> well, you know, because we were a bit tired, Right. she was like,
0: let's go on this again. Do you think because she... Lost so much of her childhood that she didn't have a child right that that I was trying to be you know, but that she did since she didn't that those those kinds of experiences she really she yes a hundred
1: and fifty percent She of loved, like, liked that part of being able to do something that she couldn't do when she was a
0: kid. do you think it made her a better mother because she because only because she didn't have that that she wanted to make sure you Sort no, of, I think because of the way. Because she was raised by adults
1: in show business. Right. Okay. She was raised by cameramen and she right. was raised by. I mean, that that, that was her family. Right. Her, the crew, the crew on, all yeah. of, on her films. Right. Okay. And the cast and the school that she went to on, on the lot. That was her childhood. And right. those were the people who. Who raised her? So she was so. Um, she had no tolerance at all for any kind of hatred, bigotry, racism. She had no. She. That's how I was raised. That is so amazing. You know, I feel like now I heard a story. Okay. I don't know this if this is true, but somebody did tell me this story. There's a a, a, a lovely picture in my book of a star is born uh the 54 version and there were two beautiful very very talented uh i i don't know if they were brother and sister or not um black kids doing Golus at that long face with mm-hmm. her and i was told by someone that they weren't allowed to see the movie are you fucking kidding me oh,
0: I can't stand this country. But wait,
1: wait, wait. don't say that. Not, I, right, wait. All right, don't I'm sorry. Don't say that. Okay. But we have to understand that this country has gone through awful, I ugly. Know. And it's going ugly. through ugly now. Yes, it is. It is going through ugly. Yeah. But it's, it's been uglier. Right. So, but I mean, but that's why, and my mother was raised to, because she was different. Right. So she knew what it was like to feel different. Right. So that she always like I'll never forget. This was, that was this was in my first book. I was. um, I'm sorry. No. um, I I was. We were in our house in Brentwood, and I had a little friend over, and I asked her what her dad did or her, her mom did, thinking that maybe they worked with my mom. Right. My mother lost her mind she got so angry at me and she said don't ever 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 make anyone feel that they are n- don't don't Less have it than. At- yeah yeah that they may not have it as good as we do wow, and i said but i, I didn't i didn't go out to do that right she said just by asking someone what they did or what they do might that might have hurt her feelings right
0: oh how the fact that she's so oh she was it's amazing
1: no, I mean, she was, that's how we grew up, that's how I grew that's up, so that's amazing. how my children grew
0: up. But you know, and that comes through her performances, you know, when you see Some Over the Rainbow or, right. or any of her, you know, it's that heart that really breaks through. There are tons of great performers. You know, so the heart. thing
1: is, the thing is that I think my mother was truly w- one of the most honest and true, and that comes from nothing but inside of you. Right. And you can't learn that. Right. And you felt like she was Betsy Booth or she was Dorothy Gale or she was you know, Esther Blodge, because it was honest. Right. For her, it was a role. Right. It wasn't her, but her honesty in her work came through when she was on a stage. That's where she was most honest. Right. Okay. Because she didn't have to deal with all the crap that went on off the stage, right? Right. That's when she became overwhelmed and stressed out, and all of that, as we all have. Because right. I mean, look, this business is Ugh. nuts, and we have tax people, and you know,
0: mismanagement,
1: <laughs> right. and rotten husbands, and all of the things. And <laughs> yeah. Judy's looking at me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know we we go through it, but <clears> when, once but once we're on a stage, or while while you're here, in. This little tiny, you're safe, right? You're in a bubble, right? And that's okay, right? It's just that when you open the front door to this building, yeah, it's like, oh no, I'm in
0: reality, right? Yeah. You know, for gay people, um, y- you know, your mother kind of reminds me because, you know, for gay people who've been shunned or, you know, we've created we, especially of our generation, Absolutely. had to create our own families because so much of our, so many of our families. We're not accepting. And it seems like your mother had that skill of creating a family wherever she went. You know, that... Yeah, because that's yeah. What,
1: when she went from movie to movie to movie, they were her that's, family. Right. Yeah. And
0: it's such a great coping mechanism I mean, we that were, she...
1: It was gypsy. Right. Yeah. We just went from theater to this to it's that. It's just I mean, a beautiful thing, because you,
0: you create these amazing relationships. I think so, but I think you have to be insanely
1: smart about doing that and realizing as you get older... And now that I'm 65, I think to what? myself,
0: I know, I know. You look really <laughs> good. Thank Fabulous. you."
1: I, I think that, I think that you realize what matters, right? And what, what, what are you going to tell your kids? Right. And that's why I wrote my first book, and I did the second one, not only for my my children, and now my grandchildren. But I did it because I wanted people to see what it was like behind the scenes and all that. Because these movies are not just uh, – right. the pictures are not stock shot. These are pictures no one right. has ever seen of me You know, playing on the set and right. at right. two so years amazing. old with, with George Cukor so and great. James right. Mason. And James Mason's grandson, uh, James Duke Mason, is right. a good friend of mine. And his mom is Belinda Carlisle. Who oh, I, I love her. Love her
0: yeah I love her. yeah so that's changed. And,
1: and he's lovely and yeah. he's just he's and so both of us to have this new movie <laughs> right. come
0: out it, that's it was amazing it, it was it was it was extraordinary so you at age eleven you saying um Santa Claus is coming to town yes. on your mother's Christmas special yes I did guilty <laughs> It was fabulous, and Come it on. was it's ama- iconic. Your voice is like so amazing. It's so amazing, and so here you are, age eleven, and you're singing. And like, do you remember? Do you, yeah, of course yeah. I remember it. I'm
1: about to work with Jack Jones again. Oh my really. god! Yeah, yeah, in February. Um, yeah, but did it change remember- your life at no. all? No, it was the family business, right? I didn't do anything. I mean, I think that if I had walked into a doctor's office at age 11 with a stethoscope, right, that would have been odd.
0: Right. <laughs> but if you
1: come from a family of doctors, somebody's going to be a doctor. Do- right. Okay. And if you come from my family, somebody's going to go into show business. Right. I mean, it was just a matter of my mom used to say, well, beat the clock. okay?" so because she knew that one of us was
0: going to go into it. And it's also interesting because I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, she's from the show business. But it's like you have to prove yourself even more. You have to work really hard. I mean, I know that you've worked really hard, but it's like, yeah, you get in the door, but you have to you have to deliver. Yeah. They expect more.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, and I'm never going to say that that is a burden. I am going to say that that is an, uh, the person I can get in the door, and m- maybe more is expected. But then there's a person who can't get in the right. building. Right. Right. So it God, she's show so positive. business. I
0: can't. She's great. I know you're amazing.
1: Oh. Thanks. So I know I think, it's I know it's not the. No, I mean no, but it, it's it, it, not. Thank the you. But Side I of just, you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I just find I I find as I've grown older to really look at things and think oh instead of turn that into the glass is always going to be half full. Right. So yeah, I get angry and stuff like that about losing roles and all of that, and then when I find out that somebody else got it that is a is a friend, I think great, and then when it Closes like at intermission. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about which show. So, so you're 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 living. Uh, just I just wanted. What was your 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 godparents? Frank Sinatra and yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah,
1: like everyone's.
0: I mean, but to me they were right. I mean, I mean it's just it's just I love. First of all, can I just say something? I have Sam- this great picture yeah. in my book. Oh, Sammy Davis Jr., okay. sorry. Yes. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> I have this great picture in my book of a pre- at the premiere of A Star is Born at the Pantages of my mom with Marlon Brando. And they're both laughing hysterical. And I wanted to say, I wonder who said what to who. Right. Yep. Uh, because it's real. I wonder if she said something really right. funny. Because my mother was hysterically funny. I mean, she was really funny. Um, or if he said something to her. But it was such a classic photo that people haven't seen, and right. they turn the page and they go oh, like this. Right. I think I wonder who said what to right. who. <laughs> but they were they were friends. So right. I mean, all of these people she worked with. So
0: they weren't anybody different right. to me. But so. You're, this is what Lucy Arnaz and I talk right. about. It's like right. so. But what we about it? What about your like friends from school? Were, we were didn't they... have. I didn't have any because we moved around so, so much. Do you think that had a profound effect on you?
1: Yeah, because I sort of walked into school and said, "Well, if I don't like it, I don't have to be here." Right. Very long.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I right. I, I, just, I felt I I never felt um, I. I I I I don't. When people say, "Oh, I've had this childhood friend," well, I don't have that. But that's okay right. because I make friends along the way. Right. Um, at a book signing the other night, this lovely lady said, "Do you do you remember me?" And I said, "I don't remember what I had for breakfast." Right. So, <laughs> what are you saying? And she said, "Well, I was your babysitter." And I said, "No and way!" I said, in what country? In what? You know, wow. I have a lot of questions. And she said. She, she mentioned the year, and then she said something about we went makeup shopping. I said, well, that sounds like me. Um, but, you know, people come up to me all the time, and they said, I went to school with you. Right. And I have to say, what country? Right. What Rich year? School. Because I, we grew up all over the place. Right. I mean, New York was a huge part of my childhood. Right. And Los Angeles and London. So uh, I lived in three cities for a very, very long time. So I consider all of them. Pretty much home.
0: Did you have any sort of rituals? Like every Sunday we would do this, every, you know, like that. Well, when my mother was doing the television
1: series every Sunday, yeah, she would have people over and watch the show. Oh, really? Well, yeah.
0: And dinner and stuff. Like who would come over?
1: The neighbors. Okay, come on.
0: And who were the neighbors? (laughs) 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 That's what I'm trying to get at, baby. (laughs) Just mention
1: a bunch of them. You know, it was all the people that were... You know, in town, on the show, and they would come over, and, or they, and they would have poker parties and, you know, all of that. But when I was a child, and we lived on Mapleton Drive in Holmby Hills, people don't know this, but my mother and my father used to love to have poker parties, and so they would have oh, a father. poker Sorry. game, uh-huh. Right. And they would invite the neighbors, and the neighbors at that point was Humphrey Bogart because he lived next door. Oh her, my and God! Then, and yeah. then uh, Frank
0: and Frank
1: and uh, Sinatra.
0: Yeah. Uh, duh. Okay.
1: To me, Uncle Frank. Oh um, my God! Oh my God! Yeah.
0: Would um, Lauren come? Would Lauren come with Humphrey? Yes. So glamorous. Yeah. Well, they were the
1: neighbors, but the they men. to me they were <laughs> Leslie and Stephen's mom and dad. Right. Uh, that's who they were, and. Um, Swifty Lazar, and there was, there was a group of them that that would meet. And there was a gossip columnist, and she wanted to be invited to this poker party, and everybody said no. Right. So she wrote in her gossip column, and that Rat Pack in Beverly Hills. Oh.
0: That's where it started. And that's how it started? That's how so it started. great. Was it Hedda? That's H- amazing. H- uh-huh. do, what was, do you know who the gossip columnist was?
1: Yeah, it wasn't Hedda Hopper. It was... Uh, was um, uh, uh,
0: Luella Parsons L- Parsons, think, yeah really, I'm so I gay, think I don't know that Gayer than gay <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to tune in next week To Just Kill Me Now Um, it's Just Kill Me Now uh, Don't forget to turn uh, For part two on Just Kill Me No, it's not <laughs> It's Just Kill Me Judy Gold's Just Kill Me Just Kill Me Now no, no, Just, just. <laughs>